The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Street and now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Nick Harris, Josh Rodriguez, and Kyle Yeomans. It's a say with your chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company live from the star in Frisco, Texas in the SWBC studios as it is week 17. We are in the penultimate week of the NFL season. Two games remain as the Cowboys look to position themselves in the NFC playoffs. In the regular season, in the two regular, games that remain. Yeah, in the regular season. All right. Playoff time's different. What makes it the penultimate? That? Penultimate is then next to last. Mm. That's, That's what that what means? penultimate means, yes. Wow. Did wow. you know that? I definitely didn't see that in the Webster's. I, I'm a writer, and I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's cool, man. Mm-hmm. Penultimate cool, is the man. next to last. You're teaching stuff. You I love you it. Something new. Learn something new. Learn something new. Friday. <laughs> We've got Josh Rodriguez, Nick Harris, Isaiah Stanback, Chris Beam in the back. Nice shirt, Kyle. Kyle Yeomans. I've got the shirt on. I'm yeah. rocking. I'm ready for the Jimmy Johnson Ring of Honor induction. I actually was at the stadium yesterday. We had a, a an event with the pro shop, and I walked in, and I it was these shirts were right up front. I was like, I'm walking home with. Give that. me that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm taking that home. You and took I'm it. Wear it. Yeah. No, I mean, I didn't take it. I mean, I, I paid for it. Oh, did you say I'm the voice of the Dallas? No, no, no. no. Do you hear when you're going home and you hear the, over the PA system? That's me. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me this. I had, and I, they I, said, sir. Show I do. Them. I get, get like a text message at least once a week where it's somebody walks out and it's like me telling them to drive home safely. <laughs> please drive home safely for rideshare updates. So like, please check the blah blah blah. Like, I don't even remember the, the script. That's you? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm on the outside, not on the inside. I'm on the outside of the well, stadium. I mean, there's more people on the outside. At the end of the game. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been on those fan commercials recently. Like, I think I have a Tostitos <laughs> one. I have one that's oh. like Port Aransas. And yeah. I'll get a text like once a week and be like, oh, so Port Aransas, you've been? I'm like, no. No, dude. Not at all. But I guess you should go. <laughs> I like Tostitos, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Black yeah. Rifle Coffee. Speaking of. Oh, Ooh, Black Rifle. Is that the jingle? I That's went the, the new jingle way. right there. Did you oh, hear that? Oh, Clip that one, Beamer. We've got Ooh, some royalty. good stuff. Oh, this is boy. the espresso with cream from our friends mm. at Black Rifle. It's Gotham. creamy. Please don't chug that, Isaiah. Please don't do it. <laughs> got, some, got some Black Rifle coffee. Let me make sure I get the... There you go. Hey, there you know go. what? I think, I think we should all chug this. No. Let's do it. Let's Why? Do it. Let's do it. I actually... Uh, Come on. I'm looking forward to my day. What? Yeah, this no. is not like this is not the three hundred. You know this is two hundred milligrams. Let's do it. No, not a I'll party do it. Let's I would do go. It. But come on, let's go. Speaking of shirts, it's, it's been. On, in, it's it's been, no, no. It doesn't warm. matter, Kyle. I mean, it's you got to shake cold. it. You don't know. We don't shake it. Shake well. No, it's a shake well. Yeah, you shake well. This we're not face, doing bro. this right now. Oh, we're doing uh, this right now. Oh, I told you. I told you. It's a shake well. I told you. Shake well, best. Yeah. Did you open it? I did. It says shake well. See, I told you it was a bad idea to, to pop that open. <laughs> it's all right, Black Rifle. We're not doing it today. We're not, I'm not. It's, it's, you're already open now. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I, now, now you're there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Come on, Kyle. My <laughs> Lenovo computer. <laughs> Come on, Kyle. All right, let's rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, you didn't. What the heck, man? No cheers? Well, I, oh, yeah, you're just, leaky. Yeah, you have a leaky yeah. faucet. Oh, man. Let's freaking go. This is so dumb. 
I'm going to stop and just so that way it's not dead air. But it, this is ridiculous. Mm. How? Nick did it. I mean, half of his is sitting on the table over Honestly, here. Honestly, it's all right. Because there's Let's a shirt go. I need to share off today. So I can. I can. Let's freaking go. You popped that top. Uh-oh. What do you Let's got go. going you, oh, on? Oh, yeah. You thought I forgot, Isaiah. It's Whoa. that time. Oh, that's so it's burnt. That time. It's so burnt. It is burnt. Oh. Time, You're just trying baby. to get in there with Derek. Did you, you just wipe it, it up with yeah, your jacket? It's fine. It's, fine. it's, it's a fine. Texas jacket. I have another, one in, my, I have another one in my car. <laughs> oh. Like, I, I don't know. I just yeah. need to clean this off. This is making me really OCD over here. There you go. Hold anyway. on. I got you, man. What a yeah. catastrophic wow. thing for this there's show. napkins. Beamer, did you, can you rate everybody's, uh, I don't even know what you call that. What do you call it? Chug? Please don't rate Chugs. How we We're rating Chugs yeah. now? I don't know. I don't even know, Beamer. That, this is, this look at, thing look at has that, gotten look at away that. from me. With a wet wipe. I like it. Thanks, man. This has completely I mean, gotten away from me. Huh? Isaiah could have, like, did the key and, you know, how you do the, you know, shotgun. Shotgun. Be, no, <laughs> hey, did you hear the sound, though? That I, well, <laughs> yes, I, I heard Josh. the sound. I think everybody, <laughs> everybody heard, heard the sound. And then they heard it from Nick, too. Black Rifle. That's the new jingle. jingle right there. Thank you, Black Rifle. Thank you for everything. Oh, oh, oh. Call my agent. Black I thought rifle. you were like, hey, dude, throw Take this away. Black Rifle can call my agent. <laughs> All right. Even though you I am agent. My news and notes. <laughs> I am my own agent. I'm shocked that you're wearing the Texas and you're not wearing anything. Because he's not a real fan. Because he I knows they're about to lose. Blood. I got purple in my blood. Yeah, you bleed purple yeah, and gold. I bleed purple and gold. You bleed purple and gold. Here comes Beamer. To I, help. That was not he my just cleaned fault. it. That <laughs> just was cleaned not my it. Fault. It said shake. Get him right, Beamer. Get him right. <laughs> I got you. I, I told you. <laughs> Don't you stick that knife <laughs> in your leg. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I told you. Don't you stick that knife in your leg. You know what he did? Sorry, said, Beam. Let's talk football. <laughs> Why? Let's, let's please. Oh. I like Black Rifle talk. I do too, but my goodness. Jeez. Yes. Let's go. Anyway, now, so. now we're really gonna have a talk with talk what you says. At the end yeah. of the, our pick'em segments could be like, oh my like god, rapid fire. I believe you wore that shirt in here. Oh. Anywho, I'm, so, I can't believe you didn't see it coming. No, I didn't. I'm surprised yeah. you didn't wear anything. Bro, I am, I am UW. I don't have to wear UW. Mm. When you wear it sometimes? Sometimes. Just to remind y'all, but this is the last. Uh, listen, Monday's going to be a beatdown. Why is that? Because the University of Washington is going to beat the crap out of Texas. you have to wake up early and after being out in New Orleans the night before? Wait, no, I'm, be I'm turning up. How about the Pop-Tarts Bowl? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Okay. Wasn't that incredible? I don't think they're a sponsor, but, man, that Real was so quick. funny. Did you see the open where the guy comes out of the toaster? The, yeah. The, did you see the end of it? My wife's like... This is not oh a real my thing. God! That pop tart just came out of a toaster. I'm this like, is not a real thing. Oh, it's a real thing. Yes. It happened yesterday. yesterday. So the mascot was made out of pop tarts. So at the end of the game, he this. baked himself or toasted this. himself. I'm not doing this. And, and uh, they ate him. Do people the really sh- put pop tarts in the, the toaster? The winners got to eat yeah. him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. People eat. The- you put pop tarts in the toaster? I don't normally, but you yes. do. You can. That's I know like what they're made for. That's why they're there. You do that. Pop tarts go in the toaster. No, they don't. That's yes, the best they way do. they do. Yeah, I know that they they're supposed Pop-tart. to, but like nobody does that, do they? Everybody does that. So I definitely don't do that. I mean, do you want me to get my kids involved here because they <laughs> they eat pop tarts. Hey, I'll me. get my kids involved. Your kids, your kids only <laughs> eat pop tarts at the toaster. <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> how so I know you're in a good neighborhood. Text buddy. line. Text line. Text line. Yeah. <laughs> how do you do it? Eight one seven. You toast two, it or no? Eight one seven two nine zero three two nine eight. Do you toast them or not? Never. And which flavor? Is it strawberry frosted or mm, are you a psychopath? Strawberry. Pop's going toastal. 
house. Oh, oh. I can't argue with that back no, there. No, it's yeah. it's done. Yeah, please text that in because yeah. I've always just popped it. Also, it would, gone. would you chug a black rifle <laughs> coffee espresso <laughs> or enjoy it the way <laughs> it's supposed to be enjoyed? <laughs> football, please, Nick, man. please. Anywho, I've know. been trying. I've been trying. I promise. <laughs> it's, the okay. rifle. it's the black rifle. It's the black rifle. <laughs> so with it being a Saturday game, uh, game designations came out yesterday <laughs> for uh, the Cowboys and Lions matchup, uh, which will be tomorrow night. Um, something to something to kind of look at here. I think is probably the most interesting thing that came out of yesterday's game designations. Was Rico Dowdle has been ruled out with his ankle yeah. injury, so it's going to be a committee uh, type project behind Tony Pollard with Deuce Vaughn Deuce. and um, Hunter Lipke. This morning on the fan, Mike McCarthy was asked Who? about Deuce Vaughn. Who was the last one? Uh, Hunter Lipke. You got to remind people about Malik. Why why not Malik? Malik cannot go because he's out of practice squad elevation, so he will Mm. not be on the field Mm. unless he is signed to the active roster, which would mean somebody would need to be waived. You would have to make a roster. That would probably happen today because if they were going to make a move like that, it either happens on Friday or Saturday in a normal week. But Mm. with it being tomorrow, that move would probably come. Does I think Evans being released? Did he really get released officially? He did. Okay, so does that free up a spot? No, because well, well let's go. Let's go. Spot. That's facts. What'd you say, Beamer? I heard you in I, the back. I said the elevations have to come out. I believe they come out. They today. come out today. They come out today. They yeah. can't come out the day of the game. You so guys, they've got to make a roster move. You guys going to have feel it. like they're going to make a roster move? No. You think they're just going to move up? No, because Deuce. Mike McCarthy was asked on the fan this morning about Deuce Vaughn uh, getting an opportunity. He said Deuce will be up this weekend. We got a plan, and we're looking forward to it. I'm really excited about this. You know, because I whenever Deuce Vaughn obviously came here, it was a cool story. But I think from an on-field perspective, we were all you know expecting quite a maybe not quite a bit but we were expecting more than probably what we've gotten in his rookie year so yeah, far 100%. and I, I don't think it's necessarily been a product of him not being ready I really don't um whenever he's had his on-field opportunities it's been in late game garbage time type stuff again with backup offensive linemen I mean his his averages are pretty bad I think he's averaging less than two yards a carry but yeah. he hasn't really had an opportunity to get going he's been inactive for most of probably the last 10 games I would say or so so it's a really good opportunity for him to be a compliment to Tony Pollard and show what he can do in this offense before the playoffs roll, roll around and um, maybe earn a, an active roster spot as you know whenever Rico Dowdle does come back and maybe he can get integrated back into the offense. But it's a good opportunity for Deuce Vaughn. It's also a good opportunity for Hunter Lipke to bounce back from that fumble last week and you know show that he can still be a reliable short yardage guy. Balls on the two-yard line. Who do you turn around and give it to? Hunter Lipke, baby. Um, I'm, there's still confidence there. And especially after a mistake like that, that's a guy that won't do it again. Like I'm, I'm completely confident in that. C.D. Lamb. <laughs> Not, Peyton Peyton Hendershot. <laughs> Not Peyton Hendershot. Remember that? <laughs> Which one do you feel like fans outside of this room, because I know, like you said, confidence doesn't waver in one play, but in terms of a fan base, sometimes it does. Mm-hmm. And who would you feel like is received the worst or received more poorly if they gave the ball to him on the one-yard line? Tony Pollard or Hunter Lipke based off of what happened last Or Deuce. Uh, Tony Pollard, I think. You think? Uh, from outside this room? Yeah. Well, I don't probably know. Probably Lipke from the outside yeah. looking in. Probably from the outside, maybe Lipke, just because he fumbled last week. But, I mean, yeah. you look at what to- Tony Pollard has done Tony inside the five-yard line yeah. so far this year. I mean, uh, you have to figure out other things. I stand on it. I said this a long time ago. I like Deuce on the goal mm. line. I'm down with it. How, the, how are they going to find him? Exactly. That's my reasoning. We'll see. We'll see. I went back. I was I was looking at old footage. Like an Ant-Man. Yesterday, I just went back, <laughs> and I looked at the preseason game that, that we had the chance yes. to call against Jacksonville. We did call that, bro. Yeah, dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, These guys. We, we 
were talking about this. He was at the five-yard line, and you brought it up on that drive. He said, you know, once you get into the red zone, he could become a weapon because you can leak him out of the backfield. You can put him behind the tackles. You can do whatever you need to do, and sometimes they just can't find him. Yep. And, I mean, sure enough, two plays later, he was in the end zone and and scored. So uh, that was me getting sidetracked yesterday. But, hey, Turned into a point for talking Cowboys. Your, memory, you your memory's amazing. I knew I said it. I just didn't know when. No, I, said I watched it. it last night. Yeah. Like literally, like I went. I was searching through old footage on a hard drive that I've got, and I have that recording of that so game. He was just listening to his he's own play so calls. That's like, exactly what was happening. But I mean, he's so prepared. <laughs> that's, that's how he goes to sleep at night. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight I'm watching the or I'm listening to the Seattle game. That's what's happening. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Not there happening. you go. Um, continuing here on the injury report, uh, Jonathan Hankins was ruled out for this game. Uh, he, had, he had said last week that he was going to try and push and make it uh, for this game. He's from Detroit. He really wants to play against Detroit. Hasn't played him in a few years, but not ready. Um, and so it'll be Mozzie Smith, Neville Gallimore. I, I assume Carl Davis will get his third elevation this yeah. week. Uh, and then Tyron Smith, good news, was upgraded to limited in yesterday's practice, was getting limited reps. He is questionable for Saturday's game. There's a lot of confidence that he's going to play tomorrow. I think, I think Tyron Smith is back on the field, so that's uh, that's really good news. So you're saying there's a chance? I'm not saying there's a chance. I'm saying it's likely. Woo! Yeah, I think he gets the reference. left side. I do, strong I side. Oh, go, go, go. I do get the reference. Left side. What is strong it? Side. I just know it's a Jim Carrey character. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty doggone good, sir. Uh, we'll give you. Yeah, that it's because it's on Twitter. Is it yeah, the movie where he has like double personality disorder? Is it no. that one? No, what is that's, that? That's the mask. So, that's so, me, myself, and Irene. Okay, since we're doing it, I was thinking the mask. So what movie was Left Side, Strong Side? Huh? What movie was it where it's they said left, left side, side strong, strong side. side, blind side? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> please take know, his card away. Take his card, whatever card that is. You see this University of Texas. This is your representative, University of Texas. This is who's representing you right here in the studio. I don't watch. That's a football movie, though. I don't watch. Remember, remember the Titans. Yes. Have you ever seen that? I have. It's just been like 15 years. Wow. Yeah. So you were four. <laughs> I was <laughs> months. Four months. Yeah, I was like four months. Josh, basically. that was funny. <laughs> Thanks, Beamer. Um, all right. Well, that's 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 all goes as far as uh, injury stuff for the Cowboys. On the other side for the Lions, uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson. He had had his uh, 21-day practice window opened a couple of weeks ago. I, I think they were targeting to get him back on the field this week, but they're going to keep him on the IR. He mm. uh, remains out for this game. That's big for the Cowboys as far as you know trying to get over the top. I think there's a really good opportunity to have a big day in the receiving game. I, I think C.D. has an awesome game. We'll talk about that later, I'm sure. Um, and then as far as other guys, uh, uh, James Houston, uh, ankle injury um, popped up on the injury report yesterday. Or excuse me, he, 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 had, his, he had his practice window yeah. opened yesterday. He's not going to uh, play in Oof. time for this game. But starting corner, Cam Sutton, Popped up on the injury report with a toe injury yesterday. Did not practice and is now questionable. So that is one of their starting corners. Pinky toe. Already missing C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Cam Sutton has been a guy that has taken on uh, most of the uh, wide receiver one so far this season Mm. for the Lions. That'd be huge if he can't go. So a really big day, a really big opportunity in the uh, secondary. Yeah, that's what you guys talked about yesterday in QB Vision was you were talking about there's this is a young secondary. You yeah. have places where you can take advantage and and try and get the long ball going. So yeah. big day for for Lamb Cooks. Yeah, I mean Jalen Tolbert maybe in that conversation now. Yeah, you just need to identify where their safeties are because their safeties are very active and there's their safety. They communicate very well on defense. They're very disciplined in terms of their front seven in terms of what they have going on up there, but secondary wise they do get exposed because Aaron Glenn, defensive coordinator, does like to bring pressure. Yeah. 
and he'll do it from the most random places. They blitz like crazy. <clears throat> they blitz like crazy. And it's usually one guy. Every so often you'll get two guys blitzing, but they'll bring it from the boundary corner. They'll bring it from the safety. They'll bring it usually from the outside. They like bringing pressure from the edges. Um, but they do it when you're when they have a good idea of what your protection looks like and you're overloaded to one particular side. So they, they do expose their secondary in that regard. Sometimes their safeties are out of position because they're trying to make it look one way. They'll roll those guys all the way down into the line of scrimmage, and then they'll run those guys back. So a lot of times when they're trying to get back to their responsibilities, they're now out of place, they're displaced, they're out of position. Uh, so there's a lot. There's a huge opportunity <clears throat> as long as you can block it up. Um, and Dak just needs to know where that pressure is coming from so he can adjust with his footwork to buy himself a little bit more time. Last season, you would have been concerned with a team like that coming in and disguising and, and moving safeties around and changing coverages. Because you're holding on to the ball. Because longer. it's post-snap <clears throat> yeah. and you're holding on to the ball. And Dak had trouble at times last Facts. year where his interceptions were a problem mm-hmm. of reading defenses post-snap. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's a, still a concern or do you feel like he's rectified that throughout the year? I think he's done a relatively good job of rectifying that. There are some times where I'm still a little bit concerned whenever he gets uh, a little bit of happy feet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but he's shown his resilience. He's shown his patience, even under duress. Um, you can just a good point to last week. He did a, did a great job of just adjusting in the, in the pocket. And even when pressure was right on top of him, he still was able to not freak out, not panic, you know, shake the guy off him and get his eyes back downfield and try to execute his assignment. He's not just throwing it into coverage like he like he once was before, you know, last year specifically. Um, I think he's a lot more um, intentional. He's a lot more intentional about where the ball is going and <clears throat> mitigating his risks. You said shake, and I got a little PTSD. <laughs> From the back <laughs> rifle. Yeah. All right, let's take our first break. Really quick. Is that really one quick, on open? One, one more uh, a really News quick thing. Um, so for those that cannot attend the game tomorrow night, um, I had tweeted out yesterday, we got an email like right as we popped out of here. Uh, the halftime ceremony for Jimmy Johnson being inducted into the Ring of Honor, it will be aired live on ESPN. Hey. It will also be on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. Douglas did remind me of that whenever I tweeted that out. Very so, nice. Uh, be sure to check both of those outlets. And then one more quick thing. Um, we had a conference call yesterday with with uh, head coach Mike McCarthy, and I asked him about Trayvon Diggs, just what he's been up to um, during his recovery. We've seen him pop in the locker room a couple of times. Um, his son Aiden had popped in the locker room a couple of weeks ago. I want to share a really quick story on that. He, had, he was going up to Turpin, uh, Kevontae Turpin, and he was kind of giving, giving him some hell, and he was like, uh, hey, man, like I thought you were faster. And he, he was like getting in his face a little bit. It was a funny thing. He was like, I'm fast, man. I run 4-2. And Aiden was like, you run 4-2-9. And then he like, like, <laughs> <laughs> so he went up to the fastest Dang. guy on the team. It was like you're slow. You're slow. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a really funny opportunity to <laughs> kind of see those two interact. But I asked Mike McCarthy, you know, what has he been up to? Is he around the facility <laughs> still quite a bit? He said that he's still uh, he's still around um, and he's helping out in the secondary. And he said that Al Harris makes a point to get with him every time that he's in the building. So mm. um, it, it looks like there's still quite a bit of instruction going on. And every time we see him in the locker room, he's upbeat. It looks like his spirits yeah. are good. So in case y'all were curious how Diggs has been doing. Uh, he's been doing well. No timetable or anything as far as if we know he'll be back by OTA's minicamp, but I'm sure that'll come early in the offseason. I'm sure Aiden is loving this time. Oh, for sure. Aiden's getting to see his so dad much time a little with bit his pops. more. Like, this is cool. Aiden and it's for a reason, man. I always, I, I'm a yeah. big, big believer in that. It might, yeah. <clears throat> obviously, the Cowboys took a big blow this year, but, you know, his son benefits. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty good. That's great. The, uh, <clears throat> the, the trash talking from Aiden Diggs, 
That dude's gonna be an elite trash oh talker. Oh my gosh! Think about his uncle. He met his dad. Family I mean, barbecues, bro. Oh, oh my man. god! <laughs> I'm sure they talk to him just as much as he talks to Absolutely. them. Absolutely. The fact that he's going oh, up the yeah. turf talking like that. Yeah, four two nine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> Round it up, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Get your speed up, man. Oh, gotta love it. Aiden Diggs, uh, Dallas Cowboys celebrity gym. All right, let's take our our first break. When we come back. We've got some updates on these non-sponsored toaster pastries that we were talking about in the early going. Uh, no, you cannot have that extra black rifle coffee, Isaiah. She's looking no, you're, at me. You're, that's what happens whenever you chug your first one. You're so supposed shiny. to enjoy it. Shiny. When we come back with more talking Cowboys, key matchups coming your way. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot Rowdy cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive. Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at BankofAmerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices message and data rates may apply member fdic welcome back into dear doctor the show where i answer life's questions with an ice cold can of dr pepper sheila let's hear from our next caller would you dear doctor my friend supported me during a tough time but what's the right gift that says thanks for being a soldier to cry on okay this one's easy i say give her a delicious dr pepper Nothing says, thanks, girl. Better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. Back to Talkin' Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys. This portion of the show is brought to you by Quaker Oats, a super trusted superfood. Quaker Oats, the official oatmeal sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. You know the answer, Kyle. What'd you do? I had my oats. Good. Super trusted and super food. This is the this coffee is my, starting to hit in. This yeah, is my least favorite moment of the show every day. <laughs> <laughs> so I keep my size on me. You know? You're an oats hater. Same. I'm an oats hater. <clears throat> oats hater. Yeah. I got uh, on a scale yesterday, Kyle. I'm maintaining. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Maybe. The holidays didn't uh, ruin you at all. I am no, literally the same weight. I'm nice, which kind of scares me because I haven't had an opportunity to really lift any weight, so I'm a little nervous. If I actually lifted something, I might. I'm gaining the dad weight. That's where Ooh. I'm at. Mm-hmm. It's happening because <clears throat> my wife doesn't eat a whole lot, even when she's pregnant. Even though she should, she's been like, I'm yeah. basically eating making for her. her eat because she keeps saying she doesn't. She doesn't like eating because it feels like it's all stuffy in there with yeah. triplets on the way. 
And uh, so then I end up eating like what she has. You start making her some smoothies, bro. I have actually smoothies and teas. I've been kind of big on that. So there you go. All right, we have some updates. Husband of the year. Thanks, dude. My my wife and Quaker. My wife, where she's pregnant with twins. Quaker Oats for sure. Yeah, my wife is pregnant with the twins because you know I had twins and now he has triplets. That's Mm -hmm. how it works. We're brothers. Um, (laughs) Does I mean I'm having quadruplets? Possibly, bro. (laughs) Uh, But seriously, she used that stand bag. She juiced a (laughs) lot. She juiced a ton, and like now my kids came out and they love veggies. Interesting. It's very interesting. Like it's she juiced all the time. Very fast. Get home and just make her like a veggie smoothie, and mm-hmm. then just like give it to her. And be bro, like, hey, no. serious, bro. It, it works. They get the nutrition they need as as mothers, and your your kids come out pretty solid. Uh, what one thing your kids don't get are toasted uh, toaster pastries. Nope. <laughs> that, the one not, thing not out of the toaster. So one thing is they're called pop tarts as right. the sponsor, which is not a sponsor. Mm-hmm. But they're called toaster pastries yeah. as like a generic yeah. toaster. <clears throat> Plus, pop is in the in the name. Mm. I never even yeah. Like, put I pop two together. I pop open the. So no, our, our text not. line is getting after you a little bit. Yeah. Text line eight one seven two nine zero three two nine eight. Do you toast your pop tarts, your toaster pastries? Uh, in the toaster, always the best. Uh, raised three grown kids, three grandchildren, <laughs> forty years of pop tarts and all flavors, all in the toaster. <laughs> That's like eighteen toasters. That's a lot of toasters. Uh, <laughs> This one says, what are you thinking, Stanback? This is all caps. What are you thinking, Stanback? Of course Pop-Tarts get toasted. If you're not toasting them, then you're living life all wrong. Is that Bro, Belichick in all caps? Know, what are you thinking, Stanback? <laughs> this one says, Pop-Tarts definitely go in the toaster. Tell Beamer to answer the phone in the back. <laughs> oh, I'll pick good. up the phone. I feel like it. <laughs> Uh, uh, toasted toasted pop tarts. Uh, ooh, this one's interesting. Toasted and throw some butter on the back. It's a no, no. This is I don't know about that. One. I've no. never eaten pop tarts. Have you this done that? No. I have not done that, but I know people that do this. I have a pop tarts club. I've never heard of this. I'm in a pop tarts. Oh, good, bro. Uh, this You're is the thing. This, up? this is the thing that people do. I support it. You know, however you you want to get your pop tarts on, except for outside of the toaster. Here's the thing, though. If you don't toast it. You are an impatient person. And I know this because I used to do, uh, they're not a sponsor, pizza rolls. Yeah, just pizza rolls. Pizza, frozen Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But if you don't put them in the oven, you're genuinely missing out on life. Oh, yeah. Do people not put pizza rolls in the oven? No, it's not. It's the microwave versus the oven. I used to microwave them when I was seven years old. Uh, and then, you know, you learn from a friend, like, no, dude, you, you, you put them in the wait oven. Wait the yeah. extra 10 minutes, put them in the oven, and life is changed. Air fryer is the best. Ooh, way. that's air a good fryer. one, too. Well, yeah, yeah. That's a good one, too. This is true. COVID introduced different. us to the air fryer, I feel like. Bro, and now there's, there's, yes, there's a technique. You pop the, you pop over the pack, a little foil package. Okay. You pop it in half, okay? You bite one side, you bite the other. There's four pieces. There's four pieces per tart. No, oh, man. And you just eat it. After you put it in the toaster. No. Per, per tart. <laughs> per tart. You can that's, like, that's like a grab-and-go like, snack. Like, like, you grab see, it, you get in the that's car. Fine. You, <laughs> that's fine. I do the same thing. You can grab and go, and it's not in the toaster. You but need a plate or a home, napkin, bro. And that's a part of your, your daily breakfast? No, put it's, it in the toaster. It's a, it's All a right. snack in my house. Hmm. Isaiah? It's, it's not a meal. A how, I have a serious question. Isaiah, how do you eat toaster strudel? Toaster strudel? I don't, I don't eat strudel. <laughs> Call in now, please. <laughs> <laughs> that got me. Oh, God. 
Uh, okay, so seriously, okay, no, we're gonna get off topic because I have another. We question. are totally gonna get off topic. Oh, the YouTube comments. I'm, I'm definitely gonna ask the, the heck rice. What are these guys doing? Because this yeah. this leads me to this would be for next week for rice. Okay, this is it. We're gonna we're gonna prep you guys. All right. Salt, butter, or sugar? Okay. On what? On what? On, on rice. rice. Butter. On rice? Yeah. Salt. I'm, I'm, so you said salt, butter, sugar? Yeah. Salt. Uh, I don't know. Butter. Probably butter. Yeah. Butter. butter for sure. I'm butter and sugar. Yeah. I don't think I've ever put sugar in rice because, like, oh. if I'm if I'm eating rice, I'm Why going for a healthy. Why are we talking about rice? What do we do? Just let me into that conversation. Okay. Talking for food. next week. Right. 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 There we go. Please give us some key matchups. Key matchups. Save baby. the show for the second so, straight segment. No, no black rifle. <laughs> key matchups. going into this week. Obviously, it's a big game. Um, I, I think uh, the winner of this game will obviously have a lot of momentum going into Week 18 and then into the playoffs. I think these three matchups will probably determine the outcome. So we're going to start off with. Uh, Terrence Steele, right tackle for uh, the Dallas Cowboys, going up against Aiden Hutchinson. Um, this is going to be this is going to be an interesting one because you know, Hutchinson. He we talked about it this week, where he lacks maybe in technique, he picks up in physicality and being able to kind of just overwhelm guys uh, sometimes with his athleticism as well. And Terrence Steele, I think he's really started to stack some good reps uh, over the course of the last few weeks. Um, has had a bad game here and there, but like as far as where he was from the beginning of the season till now, completely different. So uh, this is going to be a big matchup in keeping Dak Prescott clean in the pocket. Uh, I think Steele, honestly, if I were taking bets, I would take Steele here. Yeah. I think, do you think he has a rebound from what happened last week? Or do you think he had a rebound last week against the Dolphins based off of the last, I guess, juggernaut front seven that he had faced? Yeah, yeah I guess you could say so. He didn't really go up against Chubb a whole lot. Chubb was mostly lined up over the top of Edoga. Every snap he was over yeah. Edoga. So, yeah, you could say he was. Most of that pressure was coming from the left side, and it was coming from the interior. Honestly, I think Tyler Biotish was a, a big factor in that uh, uh, pressure getting generated as well, along with Chuma Edoga. But as far as Terrence Steele and Zach Martin, they held their own on the right side. That right side kind of turned into what the left side has been for most of the season. Um, so, yeah. Steele is really starting to stack good games, and I hope people are noticing because whenever he started the year, we were looking up in like week eight or week nine, and he had double pressures than anybody yeah. else on the offensive line, and he's really bounced back, and he's he's proving why they um, they signed him to that contract right before the season started. So uh, this is a big opportunity for him to, to keep it going. Do they not move Aiden Hutchinson around a little bit? No, not really. They're going to keep they're going to move him off <clears throat> right that side. right tackle, that right edge. Uh, they they want him on that side. They feel good about. And it. he doesn't have a whole lot of sacks this year. He's definitely not in the double digits. S- Six and a half. Okay. But he leads the team. Pressure. But he's he is a, a dog. 23 quarterback hits. He has six and a, six and a half sacks. Yeah. And he's a solid run defender. He's a great run. Yeah. That's really what his yeah. calling card was. He's always been a good pass rusher, but it, he was elite as a run defender coming out of Michigan. Right, right. The, the thing with, with Hutchinson is he's not as versatile as I think they anticipated coming out. They thought maybe they could move him around. <clears throat> he hasn't been there yet. Maybe that's technique. Maybe that's just a, a lack of uh, ability outside of him on that front seven. I don't know what the case is, but they do not move him around at all. Not a Micah Parsons, if you will. No. Not no. a Micah Parsons. No, he's no. And the Lions could have drafted Micah Parsons. Uh, oh, well. They, they took um, they took Pinay Sewell over Micah. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of worked was, out for him. Though. Pinay Sewell was after Micah. No, I think it was before. No, he was definitely it was, it was definitely before. after. Really? What? Yeah. Oh, that's what I meant. That's what I, yeah. they could they could have drafted Micah. They did not. No, Cowboys picked him beforehand. Oh. Yeah, that draft it was it was Sertan, oh. then Horn, and then Dallas traded back Dallas and, and, and they okay. uh, Chicago took Justin Fields. 
I, or no, no, no. Devontae Smith, then Chicago, traded up to 11, took Justin Fields. Michael Parsons went at 12. Penny Sewell was on the board. That was that was the Cowboys' question. Was Penny Sewell or Micah Parsons? And Cowboys selected Micah Parsons. That's you can't Not really a bad go deal wrong. for either team. Yeah, yeah, you can't really go wrong with no, either. Both yeah, both of them were great players. <clears throat> yeah. Um, second matchup that we're going to highlight here. Isaiah versus a warm Pop-Tart. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> we're going to go uh, uh, Deron Bland versus Amon Ross St. Brown. So Amon Ross St. Brown, man, y'all think C.D. Lamb moves around a lot? Oh, this man. guy moves around every snap. You're, he's going to be in the slot. He's going to be on the outside. He'll bounce to the left. He'll bounce to the right. They'll motion him in. They utilize quite a bit of motion. I would say they're at middle of the pack in the NFL as far as utilizing it, but it's typically Amon Ra that's coming around in motion. It's him and Josh Reynolds. Um, so it's uh, it's been really fun to watch him this season. He's really put it together, um, having, a, having a really good year after having a really good year last year. Uh, but Deron Bland, the reason I want to uh, – a focus on him here. <clears throat> I'm in Ross St. Brown will see every DB that the Cowboys have. But the reason I want to focus on Deron Bland here specifically is because when he is on the boundary, uh, I think that's going to be a really important matchup as far as limiting him outside of the numbers, and then we can go from there. Quick correction. I completely mixed up the teams. I was thinking Chargers and Rashawn Slater. Mm. I was just Penae thinking. Sewell. I was like, Panay's like an a idiot. top ten. Pick. No, I'm I'm an idiot. I apologize. I completely mixed up the teams. The Lions were up in the early parts of the draft, Punishment. seven overall. <laughs> Let me take it. <laughs> I thought you were gonna do it. No, I'll finish the rest of this. There's a lot left here. No, because I could have um, sworn that I was like, oh man, nah, that's on me. Yeah, I I was thinking of the Rashawn Slater significance. That was the conversation. I messed it up. My bad. Sorry, guys. Fair yeah. enough. You're on time. Out. Yeah. Uh, uh, but just what, mute my mic for <laughs> What do y'all kind of feel about as far as Amon Ross St. Brown? I, I, we can focus on Isaiah here too, just because I think there's a really good um, um I, I think there's a really good perspective there. You hit your knee? No. Oh. I'm in timeout. Oh, okay. Amon Ra. Who's gonna be on <coughs> Jameson Williams? Amon Ra, uh, what about him? Focus on Amon Ra. How do you limit Amon Ra? Uh I don't we're gonna be playing man. So in terms of limiting him, you just it's just kind of come down to matchups. Yeah, as you mentioned, everybody's gonna have their opportunity. Everybody's gonna have their shot. DB, J. Lou, Gilmore, everybody's gonna have their opportunity. Um, this dude's quick. He's quick as crap. <laughs> and I don't know if crap is quick, but um, can be. Can be. Uh, but you you, you want sauce day it was. Oh, you kind of yeah. whenever you're facing guys like this, you kind of get caught in the mix in terms of do you want to get my hands on him to kind of disrupt his ability to get off the ball. Um, but you, you run the risk of him getting over the top of you. So you have to really pick your battles based upon what you feel most confident in. Hopefully there's something that they're picking up on film that they feel like they can uh, exploit. But if I'm Deron Bland, I think I have the quickness to go up there and, and stay with him. So I'll, I can take the risk of being more physical because I can now catch up. If I'm Gilmore, I'm going to give a little bit more space and try to play downhill. Right. So, you know, and if you're if you're J. Lou, you got to do J. Lou things. Right. You got to be physical. You got to be feisty. You want J. Lou near the line of scrimmage anyway. So I would much rather him be kind of closer and pressed up, especially coming off the game he had against Miami where he was a physical force in the running in the run defense. Yeah, can we talk about J. Lou really quick? Yep. These last few weeks, he's been great. Balling. Uh, since, I think since the Seattle game. We could start with that game, and then since then, uh, he's stacked really good yes, games. And it's kind of unfortunate because Buffalo was one of his best games of the season, too, but, I mean, they didn't need to yeah. put the air through the ball. That was a little bit different. And then last week against Miami, like, whenever he was lined up on Tyreek, he was with him. Yeah. Like, he was doing, he was, he got physical with him. He's really starting to stack some good reps. I, I'm happy for him. I mean, that's a guy, yeah. he's one of the easiest guys to talk to in the locker room. He's yeah. one of the more personable guys. I did not expect him to be one of the best run defenders on this team right now. Yeah, I, that's I a good lost, point. I Which says a lot about money. the defense in general. I would have <laughs> hey, lost all my money. That's true. So that's me with Malik Hooker as far as run defense as well. I wouldn't yeah. have guessed he would be one of the best. See, but it's, but it's Malik's job. 
yeah. as a safety, right? To I mean, whether you're free or whether you're strong, like it's your job to still be physical as a safety. That's the expectation. As a nickel <laughs> nickel corner, I don't have an expectation of you coming up and being physical. Yeah. That's just not the guy that I would have said, hey, this right. guy's going to come up and hit you. But J. Lou is having that presence, and it has a tremendous effect on your run defense. As we talked about the Buffalo game, our edges got exposed. Well, this game against Miami, the most recent game, it did not get exposed because J. Lou had his presence there. Obviously, D-Law had a big impact too, but right behind D-Law, it was J. Lou that was coming downhill and, and having a force. I think there was one series where this dude had like three three tackles in a row where he was just coming down and just lighting guys up. And I would go back and I'm looking at the film and I'm like, is that number two? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah, like, are you well. kidding me? And like he's getting up and he's hype and I'm like, Okay. Yep. All right, dude. And like having that presence, we talk about Jalen Ramsey and his presence in run defense and some of his other guys around the league. J. Lou is starting to be that for Dallas, and it's and it's awesome. Yeah, and he's uh he's from Detroit as well. He's from Michigan. Ooh, turn so up this is, is going to yeah. be an opportunity for Jalen this week. Um, I, I forget what exact city he's from in, in Michigan, but he's excited about this. And we were able to chop it up with him earlier this nope. week, and he's excited about it. Um, and if I rem- correct me if I'm wrong, the Detroit game was the game he hurt his foot in last year. Mm. That's yeah. That's where he had an interception. They landed on his foot. And that's yeah. Where he broke so uh, you know, really big game for him. I'm, I'm excited for him and see what he can put together as well. So yeah, you can. He's Jordan from this Detroit. Well. Like, He's from Detroit. Yeah. Okay. He went to Cass Technical. Detroit. Yep. He he was from Detroit. It's not Detroit King. So now he'll get an interception and run it back. Yeah. Like, Let's who knows? Go. That who was knows? really cool. Uh, <clears throat> just to address uh, a text line uh, question here, you guys obviously don't watch the Lions. Hutchinson on or lines up over the guard more than he lines up over the defensive end. Come on, guys. Know what you're talking about. No, oh, man, I forgot yeah, this is talking okay. Lions. Here, no, he doesn't. Uh, let no, me just doesn't. go ahead and pull this up. No, he doesn't. So this is next-gen stats. This is every snap he's played throughout the Ooh. season. If we can take this full. Boom! There's Aiden Hutchinson. Pull the receipts. How many times does he line up over the guard? How many times? That's huh? every snap. Let's even, let's Knowledge, even go son. against the rush. Looky, oh, wow. Oh. He literally has not lined up over the Knowledge, son. I'm sorry, 317, but if you're going to call somebody out, be right. Ooh, yeah. tell be him. Right. There's the comparison. That's Micah, just so you know. It just There's a little bit of something there in the middle. I, I wish I could uh, zoom in, but there you go. I need there, to figure out how to work that website. It's, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> High five. That's so my there guy. You go. I just uh, want to address it real quick. There is somebody that you guys it. need to worry about, though, if I can find his number. Is it Melifonwu? No, John He's Kaminsky. He's a problem. Krasinski? Ted Kaczynski. Kominsky. Oh. John Kominsky, number 79. Jim Halpert from The Office? Number 79. He's, uh, he's a big boy. They list him as a DN. <laughs> they list him as a defensive end, but he lines up at D tackle. He's not in that first wave a lot of times. He's usually in the second wave because in, when they're coming out in their first, you know, or down, first and second downs, typically they have their big boys in the middle, right? They're big 335, 340 pound guys. But this guy comes in. He is 6'5", 285, and he has he has freaking orangutan arms, mm. and he's 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 a force. He, he's one of the other guys that stuck out on film. Yeah. Okay, uh, the the safety um, Ife, uh, number six Melifonwu. Yep, and seventy nine John Kaminsky. He showed up on film to me. Those are the two guys that popped off the film to me, and he was always around the ball when he's in the game. Like he's 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 very disruptive. Yeah. They popped off like a. Like a pop, pop tart, <laughs> yeah. Out of the toaster. Keep your eye on him, though. Seriously, he's not. He's not a guy that, that I, I plan on him getting sacks and things like that. But in terms of run defense, he's he's a disruptor. He, he really is a disruptor. Three two zero says just run the ball. I like that. I, I, I like. It's not going to be. I like the mentality. Be easy though. Go watch film room from this week. It's, Go watch film room for this week. Kyle and I broke it down. You got some things to clean up. There's some things that need to get cleaned yeah. up. And I know a lot of people are, are focusing in on Tony Pollard and, oh, he's not being productive. And we're talking about how he's not getting enough touches. 
Go watch Film Room. If you guys are concerned about the Dallas Cowboys running attack, go watch it. Kyle and I break it down. It's probably about, what, about seven-minute segment there. Yeah. Spend seven minutes of your time to become the smartest one in the room. We show you all the things that are – that are playing a part in the ineffectiveness of the Dallas Cowboys running offense from Tony Pollard messing up to guys missing blocks. There's there's some things that need to get tightened up, and there's some opportunities there. There's just small adjustments. But go watch it if you guys want to know a little bit more um, as we, we dove into the film room a little bit. But to add to that really quickly, I feel like Tony Pollard has been playing his best ball over the past few weeks since Buffalo, really, mm-hmm. aside from the one play last week that could have gotten him into the end zone. Yeah, if he but gets, he's been in, looking if he gets like, into the end zone, I think we're talking about Tony Pollard in a different, a different light. He's been looking like Tony Pollard over the last like three weeks. All, yeah. all 13 touches. That's the problem, too. That's what he's averaging. 13.8 touches Mm. for my math. Yeah. Um, Final matchup we'll dive into here is uh, Demarcus Lawrence versus Pinay Sewell. I also threw Micah in here as well because he'll he'll line up with him. But uh, specifically why I want to highlight Demarcus and Pinay. Pinay Sewell is one of the best run blockers in the entire NFL, especially as a right tackle. It's Mm. it's really important. Demarcus Lawrence, I've said it many times on this show, he's the best run defender on this team. So um, uh, for for, uh, the Cowboys to be able to limit the edges and not let Jameer Gibbs specifically have a big game, it's going to be big for Demarcus Lawrence to get around Pinay Sewell. And then if we're talking about pass rush perspective, this is where we can kind of incorporate Micah. Uh, Panay Sewell has given up 16 pressures this year and only one sack. I mean, this guy's been awesome. Um, seven penalties, and obviously it'll stay at seven this week. Um, but, um, yeah, 16 total pressures. He's been awesome as far as pass blocking as well. But it's the run blocking specifically is what I wanted to highlight here yeah. really quick on the final matchup. I'm sorry, Panay Sewell, for confusing you with Pene, or with uh, Rashawn Slater. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, Josh. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I got it wrong. Hey, sorry, it's Josh. I, I called good. you out. We'll, we'll right. talk after the show. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We've got to get out of here for some pick'em segments. Give us a call. 888-855-2297 if you want to be a part of this week's pick'em segments. We've got an update coming your way as well. More Talking Cowboys right after this. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at GetJackBlack.com slash Cowboys with the code CowboysVIP. That's GetJackBlack.com. Black.com slash Cowboys with the code CowboysVIP. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. 
It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. This segment is brought to you by Invisalign, the official smile of the Dallas Cowboys. Let's get into it. Our Pick'em segment this week, 888-855-2297, if you want to be a part of our fan segment. We've got an update here last week. Isaiah Stanback, 4-2. and two. Ooh. How about that? Isaiah starting to gain some momentum here. That's right, back in my big game church. Game. On in the penultimate baby. week of the NFL. There you <laughs> go. Uh, the fans and Nick Harris uh, both go two and four. Ugh. Yeah. John Machota, three and three. I also went four and two. Josh Rodriguez, another win. Five and one last week. The Dang, only game Josh. that Josh got wrong was he picked the Cowboys. This dude is a picker, man. Yeah, he is a picker. He's got it right. He has got it right. 30, 33 and 15 overall. That's that's an impressive number, Josh. I know. And that's they were too impressive. scared to add me on sooner. I, man, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm killing say, Kyle right now. I will say, I think I'm like 13 and 2 in picking Cowboy games specifically. I think I've only gotten two Cowboy games wrong. Uh, I have that. Uh, you're 12 and 3. Oh. So close. Oh, yeah. So you were lying. Which one. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. I think I lost the Cardinals game. I lost the oh. Chargers game. That's the one I'm thinking of. Who did Chargers lose the Cardinals game? Yeah, everybody. Yeah, I think anyway. everybody got that one wrong. Yeah, that's how it goes, though. All right, Beamer, who is our guest picker? Tyrone in Georgia. Ooh, Georgia. First time picker, I believe. Georgia. Tyrone, what's going on? You're on Talking Cowboys. Hey, I appreciate it. Yeah, this is my first time talking to you guys. I listen to you all the time, and uh, I enjoy all the knowledge that I get. And uh no. I'm ready. I'm ready for the Cowboys to kick it in and uh, move into the playoff mode. I love it. Yeah, playoff mode coming up soon. Appreciate you listening and appreciate you calling in as well. All right, Week 17 slate. This is going to be a fun week around the NFL, and it starts off on noon Sunday. Uh, we'll we'll hit some of these Saturday games here in a little bit. Dolphins at Ravens. That's a fun one. Yes, buddy. Tyrone, we're going to start with you on that one. Dolphins at the Ravens. I think the Ravens are looking strong, maybe even Super Bowl strong. Mm -hmm. I look for them to have a a big game against Miami, uh, 38 to 27. All right. Nick. Yeah, I no Jalen Waddle for the Dolphins this week. I, I don't think I would have picked the Dolphins even if he was playing. So I'm going to take the Ravens Ooh. here. No Waddle. Josh? Ravens big time. They're going to blow him out. Okay. No Hamilton. <laughs> Yeah, that's the that's my thing is Kyle Hamilton being out. He was such a, a playmaker on that defense. Give me Tyreek the Dolphins. Hill goes for 249. <laughs> Two what? <laughs> you just said, huh? 240, huh? You got to make up for last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got to get to 2,000. Uh, all right, we've got the Saints and the Buccaneers also Sunday at noon. Isaiah, I'll let you start that one off. At the Buccaneers. Oh, Bucks. Saints. Bucks. Ah, Baker Mayfield? Yeah. Yeah? What do you think? Bake. Yeah, shake it before you bake let it. Let him bake. Yeah, keep an eye on this one, Cowboys fans. Um, this mm-hmm. is the NFC South, obviously, and this is a tight division. Winner of this game uh, most likely sets themselves up to play the Cowboys in the wild card round. I'm taking the Buccaneers here. They've won four in a row. Give me five in a row. Yeah, I think the Bucks are just playing too well. Give me the Buccaneers. Tyrone. Yeah, I'm with the Bucks too. All righty. Steelers at the Seattle Seahawks, a little AFC-NFC. Both teams still fighting for playoff positioning. Mm. Steelers off of a big win over the Bengals last week. Josh, what do you think on this one? 
Steelers. Uh, Are you thinking about this? Mm. Wow. Steelers. You were very confident last week, um, and the Steelers. <laughs> and I called you a one, picker. So. <laughs> you picked the Steelers? I'm going with Steelers. Okay. Tyrone. Uh, I'll go with the Steelers just to please my mother-in-law. There you go. Hey, that's always a good <laughs> not a good strategy. strategy. Around the holidays, yeah, you got to do it. Best strategy. Uh, <laughs> Car. Yeah. Seahawks. Yeah, man. Do you want to? You want to? I'm not making a, a No, I'm not doing that. Why not? But, but Seattle's definitely winning the game. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Give me the Seahawks. That's I'll, right. I'll take the Seahawks as you well. Shake it. I'm sorry. I'm just I Yes. I don't like appeasing Isaiah. Uh, <laughs> Raiders at the Colts. Ooh. Speaking of a tough division in the AFC, yeah, got some uh, got some two teams trying to fight and stay alive there. What do you got? I'm going with my boy Pierce. Pierce with the Raiders. That's right. Okay. Yeah, Raiders coming off a really huge win. Uh, got to go with the Raiders here. Cigar and, game, baby. Yeah, another cigar game. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna take Garner Minshew here. Uh, what? Stash, Washington mm. State, baby, Wazoo. No. <laughs> you just keep Ooh. picking the wrong teams. <laughs> Give me um, Indianapolis. Uh, if since it's at Indy, no, I, the Raiders have been playing pretty well. Go ahead and do it. Give me the Raiders. No, oh. I, I think they get it on the road. Sorry, I'm taking the Raiders. I needed a game. Like they no. didn't just lose three to nothing like three weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> but and it's good defense. Hey, Sorry. but they won after that. They won sixty three to whatever. <laughs> they made up for it. Yeah, they made up for it. Bengals at the Chiefs. Oh man, Bengals. Bengals. Chase. Jamar Chase is not happy. He's also been banged up. I don't care. Yeah. Jamar Chase. Okay, give me the Chiefs. I need. I think they're. You speaking of not happy? Patrick Mahomes is throwing tablets they around. They need receivers. They'll get them after this. Tyrone, season. did we go to you on that last game? No, but uh, I appreciate it. I'll, I got the Colts on that one, oh, and I'm Tyrone. taking the Chiefs. You're taking the Chiefs. Yep. Sorry, I, I forgot you were sitting there. It, 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 Black uh, Rifle's just pumping through Kyle. I know. Yeah. I'm, ready, I'm trying to hurry up. <laughs> we got storyline coming up. Uh, what you got on that one, Nick? Uh, yeah, the, the Chiefs are 2-4 and four in their last six games coming out of the bye. They need a win bad. I think they get it at home. Okay. <laughs> this is a bounce back for Kermit the Frog. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going with hey, the Chiefs. I'm right here. <laughs> All I'm right. right here. <laughs> I'm right here. Stop, guys. You guys are ridiculous. All right. Saturday night, 7-15, ABC and ESPN. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman on the call. Jimmy Johnson going into the ring of honor. It'll be a great day at AT AT&T Stadium. Pre-game live will be out there. We'll give you the details of that in a couple of moments. But it's the Cowboys and the Lions. The Lions fresh off their first division title since 1993. The Cowboys at 10-5, and still chasing the division title this year, but they need a win to stay alive. And the Lions, by the way, Last time they won it in 1993, who won the Super Bowl? Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. That was uh, Jimmy Johnson's last one, correct? Yeah, exactly. Or first so, one. There last you go. one. Last uh, one. Last one. Last one. Yeah. So there you go. So Lions, Cowboys. Tyrone, who you got? Well, who do you think I have? I've got Dallas uh, 27-24, I think. Uh, I hope that... Uh, they don't take them too lightly and think they're the old Lions because I do have a lot of respect for them with their running game and and everything they've got going on. And we have a lot of respect for you, Tyrone. Appreciate you giving us a call. Appreciate you listening ever so often. And we uh, will talk to you again down the line. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. There he goes. Go Cowboys. Tyrone in Georgia representing the fans. Nick, what do you think on this one? Yeah, I, I feel really good about the Cowboys being able to uh, get things done offensively this week. Um, I, I think they bounce back with a big win here. I think they uh, they win by 13, uh, 41-28. Okay. Josh? Uh, let me go 40-26 uh, for the Cowboys. And again, Cavante Turpin, please. <laughs> Please, this is Josh Stradamus. I need you to uh, return a punt or a, a kickoff for a touchdown. Okay. Kickoffs go through the goalposts now, buddy. Uh, that would be nice, it's though. It's December. Air's different. Oh, inside. <laughs> You're indoors. Inside. <laughs> Air's different. The indoor Don't air care. is different. 27-17, Cowboys. 27-17. 27-17, Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys here, too. 34 Oof. To thirteen, I think Dallas Ooh. beats them pretty good. I worry about the run game. I, I think I think Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery still have a big day. That's why I'm giving them twenty eight points. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, yeah, I can't give them four. I, I think they abandon the run. I can't give them four. I think they'll they get down to. early and they're going to abandon the run. They'll have to after we score the first, you know, three touchdowns. two touchdowns, two Boom. field goals for now. There it is. But that's it. Talking Cowboys here this week seventeen, the penultimate week. <laughs> Of the NFL regular season. That's the title. Yeah. To, that penultimate week. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys pregame live, 5.30 start time. A little bit earlier this week. 5.30 central time from on the field at AT&T Stadium. We will be live with <laughs> – we've got a wireless microphone for Nate Newton. Don't miss this it's show. Gonna, it's going to be fun. Really, Don't miss really this show. Really fun. Lock it in right now. Put alerts on your phone right now, regardless of what phone you have. Mm-hmm. Put the alerts on there. Set multiple timers. Okay? Set one for 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 15, 10, 5, 2. So that you guys know that you guys are going to watch a pregame live show. We've also got producers and production assistants sifting through. I'm also sifting through it, but rare Jimmy Johnson, never before seen footage. Really cool stuff that Dope. we've gotten a chance to unarchive and kind of dust off throughout the uh, the last couple of weeks. So uh, and don't be selfish. Really cool share the content. link. Share yeah. the link. Once you guys click on it, share the link so everybody else can see it. Don't be the hoarder of, of, of yeah. greatness. Yeah. Don't gatekeep. Yeah. Gosh, come on, guys. 5.30 Central Time at AT&T Stadium. Nick Harris will be out there. Josh Rodriguez will be out there. And then we'll be, ba- we'll be back on uh, on Monday. No, Tuesday. we will not Tuesday. be. We will Tuesday. be back on Tuesday to break it all down. Isaiah won't be. Isaiah's... The talking Tuesday. He'll need to recover from <sighs> the loss. Would you like to say one more? Uh, well, I'm calling in. The 702 <laughs> says, hey, Nick, go Huskies. So. Woo! Texas 5. Hey, Texas Beamer, five. I am calling in on my way back okay. Tuesday morning. Sounds good. For Chris Beam, Isaiah Stanback, Josh Rodriguez, Nick Harris, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from Talking Cowboys. Go Cowboys on Saturday night. Hook them. The only thing other than that I've got to say, how about them Cowboys? This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them Cowboys?